So I have a feeling I'm gonna be the first one to say this because what I'm noticing is that there's not a lot of conversation about this topic. Maybe partially because of embarrassment or not feeling like there's ever a good time to talk about it or maybe something to do with like, I don't know. Okay, so the, something that I have in my mind as like a past experience that makes me think of this is like, I don't know, I think there was a dad and he saw this little boy and he was like two or something and he was pushing around a little girl and he's just like trying to wrestle her, right? And he's just like, no, 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 no. we don't wrestle girls, right? Um, and, and at first when I heard him say that, I was like, what? Come on. Like girls can wrestle that kind of thing. But I get it now, right? Because men have to have like a, a black or white kind of idea, right? Usually men that have seen their wife go through all of the feminine cycles of everything, plus give, have pregnancy times and birth times, they get it. They get there's a, that there's a time when women are extra sensitive, when they, they need extra, like, extra sensitivity, like, like extra etiquette, because it literally hurts to the touch anywhere, at any time, you know, like, you never know when or where it's going to be, because it's not like they're really paying attention to when, when a woman's cycle is, especially because it changes all the time or when a woman might be pregnant, or might be about to give birth, or all that. So all they have to say in their mind is like, oh, you can't touch them, don't go even close, because you might just hurt them, right? Like, like even if they're not trying to hurt them, like, it can just, like, happen, right? Because men's, men's feelings and men's ideas about things are totally different than women, right? And so they can roughhouse, and they can, they can feel like that's having a good time, right? Versus, like, when a woman is especially sensitive, it's not like she can't do that, like, other times, right? Because because there are women that enjoy and appreciate that kind of, you know, fun and play kind of stuff, right? But it gets to a point, because a woman does have superpowers of sensitivity and things like that, it gets to a point where it's like, no! Like, that would be the most ludicrous, like, lunatic idea to think that that would be a fun thing. You know, like, the other... The other day, one of my people was like, hey, how about you join the wrestling fight? Because you're so good at this. You know, at the time, I probably could have, but I didn't know when I was going to start bleeding, like, within that hour or within the next day, because I was already late, like, two or three days. So there was no chance that I was going to join in, right? Like, I was totally happy to just, like, hey, let's just, like, lead out here and do this, but I'm not, I'm not going to be, like, having a doggy pile on top of me, because... Clearly, that is not, it's not something that I am in that season for right now. And so that's kind of on my mind right now because, like, I just, I guess, went through this wonderful media thing that was just all about, you know, just women and, and you know, what they go through and the pains and the feelings and, and all the things, right? All the things, all the cycles of a woman, whether it's through pregnancy and miscarriage, those kinds of things, too, like, you know, a woman bleeding for 12 years or... You know, those kinds of things, right? So then it's like, yeah, I get it. And then, so I guess I'm kind of hypersensitive in this base belief place right now, where it's like, you know, I think I have this base belief about a lot of things, right? I've got these base beliefs about, oh, one, being super insecure because in some ways I have a lot of masculine energy in me. So because of the, the surplus of masculine energy that I have in me, it makes it so that it's really easy for me to be like, oh, this doesn't matter. Like, 
this doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, I can be pushed around any time, and it doesn't matter. You know, like there's even been instances where people are playing around and they smack me at some point, or their, their elbow goes into me, and I just kind of breathe it away. But I think a friend said to me one time, she said something like, are you living the life that you would want your daughters to live one day, right? And that's always stuck with me. And that's a lot of pressure, right? Because clearly, I feel very powerless a lot of the time. You know, I feel powerless in the, in the way that, you know, I might have a plan for how a day goes, but it's not like I get to run the show of everybody's agency of the day. And so I do feel at fault sometimes because of other people's choices, even though they're not my business, they're not my, something I could have controlled, right? But there's still that side of me that's like, man, I wonder if there was something better that could have been taught in that moment or before that moment or something like that, that that could have prevented some of this like turmoil and sorrow and those kinds of things, right? So then there's all of that. There's always that. And, and so, yeah, that's one of my other base belief things. I'm still learning how to be some kind of courteous person myself. So every so often I get this like big, like, you know, like trigger moment where it's just like, I'm so upset because somebody has totally stepped out of line because of not being courteous or considerate or whatever. And I realize that's because I'm so insecure about that myself. It's like, I never know when something is out of line or insecure or, you know, like going to be hurtful to somebody else because I just don't know. Right. And then I end up finding out later because then you start being able to look at people's faces and be like, oh, no, like I did something that was that way. Right. And then so then so then it perpetuates the cycle. Then I make someone else feel really bad for something that they didn't realize they did. Right. And then and then I feel bad altogether because I didn't teach it in the first place. And then I feel bad altogether because somebody else is still hurting because of some teachings that weren't had or received or asked or, you know, and, and then just the whole kerfuffle of everything, right? So I guess I'm just kind of in that place right now of being like, you know what? I think that's the end of that. Because I even started to try to have a conversation to be like, oh, what if like, what if we could like learn more about courtesy together as a family? Or like, what if we could like try to have some level of like, oh, you know, like if you like just even are considerate, you know, because yes, there are some men that get it. They're like, oh yeah, don't just, just don't ever touch women or children ever, right? Because you never know if they're going to be in that highly sensitive place of being like, oh yeah, like I don't want to feel like threatened or, you know, feel like I'm being inconsiderate or whatever, right? There's that. And then there's others that are kind of oblivious to it all. It's like they don't even know what a period is really. They have no idea what goes on in someone's insides, like how they actually feel. Like they, it's like they've totally shut off that, that side of them that could even be any level of compassionate, right? I know Jesus understood because he was able to tap into that feminine ability to do that, right? You know, that's why he was able to heal the woman that was bleeding for 12 years. That's why he was able to, like, you know, understand that his mom needed some extra support at different times. You know, like, he was super perceptive, but it's not like I can totally rely on everybody to be just like him, right? 
I can't just say, oh, just because you believe in Jesus, you're going to be like him all the time and, and know what he knew and, and those kinds of things, right? And, and be as skilled in, like fem, in understanding the feminine as he was and all that kind of stuff. So I guess, like, there's that other side of me that's like, I guess I get a little bit impatient, right? I get a little bit impatient because I probably am impatient with myself. It's like when I see other people acting in a way that it's there's a little not as Christ-like as they possibly could be, like in the top-notchest form that I've ever seen, right? I get a little impatient, and I'm like, come on, like, like could we just, like, take a little extra time and be, like, be a little bit like Jesus, like the way that he, like, learned in wisdom and stature? Like, like I don't think he would have been able to heal all the women that he healed if he didn't take the time to actually know what they went, went through and took the time to see their eyes and feel what they felt, and really, like, we're able to go there and heal them, right? And so sometimes I get a little impatient with myself, and I'm just like, could I just be a little bit more like him? Could I just, like, be that, like, right now? You know, could I just, like, what does it actually mean to go through the process of, like, being some kind of person that has gained wisdom in stature and, you know, like, with in favor with God and men and all this, like, like, could we just, like, be instantly awesome like him? Like, 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 do we have to go through this whole program of, like, of growing line upon line, like, precept upon precept? Because I just get, I just get a little bit, like, anxious sometimes. And I'm like, could we just all be there right now? Like, this is so, it's not terrible, right? It's not terrible. It's not terrible for all of us to be imperfect. But for sure, it definitely, like, it's kind of a harrowing experience. It, it feels like cats. It's like cats scratching my eyes out sometimes with how long it feels like it takes me individually to be able to, like, wake up and just be able to do things right, right? Do things the way Jesus would have done it the first time, right? And in some ways, I guess it's been really nice to focus a little bit more on his ministry lately and just even be considering what was it like to be like him. But what was it also like for his apostles to not be perfect when he was, right? And that and that they, they still kept trying anyways. They didn't just say, oh, well, he's perfect. I'm never going to be like him, so I might as well just stop trying, right? But they didn't. They just kept going along with him, kept allowing him to be their teacher and for them to be his students. And and they were they were willing to have an ounce of humility, right? And I think that's really what it is all about. That's what I'm learning. It's like it's more about learning how to be humble and soft and ready to be a student than it is to like then it is required at all for us to be a teacher like him right now, right? Because we're really just all students still, right? And and I'm just learning how to give myself that level of space to be a student and to be okay to be a student right now. And that's the, that's the other thing. It's like learning how to be okay that I'm still a student. Learning to be okay that everybody is still a student, right? And like And being okay with that. And I think maybe something has to do with the weird Chinese culture thing. Because the Chinese culture stuff that I feel like I inherited was the hardcore competitiveness aspect of them. Where they're super, super exact about everything. So much precision, so much exactness, so much hardworking, so much, so much of the spirit of like, no, if you're going to do something, you need to master it with absolute excellency to the 
level of like maximizing your chi, right? Like, like that's why there's so many Asian Kung Fu artists, whatever people, because they know how to be so exceptional with whatever they focus on, right? Like you see them do it all the time, right? Whether it's a Shen Yun dancer or a Kung Fu artist or whatever it is, they're absolutely exceptional. So in some ways, it's kind of a curse, right? To have that part of whatever DNA said that, oh, Chinese people are, are really good at doing things super exceptional, right? And, but then it's like really hard too, because then it's like, it's kind of a curse, because then it's like, oh, like whenever we don't match up, whenever we're not exceptional, it's really hard. It's like, oh, like why am I even trying if I can't be exceptional? That's not your daughter. But then there's that other side that just goes back and cycles through again. It's like, it's okay. I don't have to be exceptional. I just need to be earnest. I just need to be sincere. I just need to be repentant. I need to realize that I make mistakes and that everybody around me makes mistakes all the time. And that this is, this is like the most perfect, imperfect concoction of what life is kind of supposed to look like. 